It's 12 o'clock in the morning. You smoked all of the weed that your lungs could possibly sustain. Drunk two Mad Dog 2020s and had a Red Bull to chase both. You want to eat. But you can't afford $8 and $9 at your local taqueria that makes quality Mexican food. But that same $8, half of that, $4, you could buy four bean burritos, one four cheese nachos, and Taco Bell. Yes, the food will be shittier. Yes, it will make your stomach hurt in the morning. Yes, it's the equivalent of, of drinking two laxatives from CVS. But you know what? It will satisfy you for right now. Taco Bell, are you in good hands? Trump, he signed an executive order to do policing reform. I read through the, through the executive order a few times over. I just want to say I don't think it's going to. I think it improves on some things, but I don't think it's improving on the key things that I personally have an issue with. Like, for example, in the executive order, it says that it's banning chokeholds. I get the importance of that. But even still, it wasn't a chokehold that killed Breonna Taylor. It wasn't a chokehold that killed Tamir Rice. It wasn't a chokehold that killed George Floyd. And even when you have that conversation even more in depth, at that part in the executive order where it says that he's banning chokeholds, it also says just below that, that unless you feel that your life is in danger or feel that you have you have you have the right to use deadly force and in the situation of all those other casualties who i just listened rest in peace to all of them and my condolences to their family most of them were in situations where they quote unquote felt like their life was in danger a 12 year old tamir the, the officer who killed a 12 year old tamir rice felt that way the officer officer yanez who killed the uh, killed philando castillo and just to have an even depth more in-depth conversation about that Keep in mind, I don't think, like, keep in mind, we haven't, we're having a conversation about this. I personally don't think, uh, the officer that killed Philando Castile, as well as one of the officers that killed George Floyd, they weren't as, oh, shot the mommy tomorrow, was good with you, bro, bro. But uh, the officer that killed George Floyd and, and one of the officers that killed, the officer that killed Philando Castile, keep in mind, the dude who was with you killed one of the dudes who killed George Floyd was Asian, and one of the dudes who uh, killed uh, Shout out to Demari said, "Go to sleep, nigga. You go to sleep. You supposed to be at work right now." But uh, and one of the dudes who the dude who shot Philando Castillo, the dude who killed Philando Castillo was Latino, and the dude one of the four who killed George Floyd was Asian. So it's not just white cop cops that be fucked up people. Like I think you can have a conversation across the board that most cops shout out to the Mario who said, How's the bike? Oh man, you know my bike is good. I'm I'm taking it forward. I'm going out to the country today right now. That's my that's my little baby right there. Um you know I got that Suzuki bandit in the parking lot. They don't even know I got the bandit. But yeah, I got the Suzuki bandit. But back to this. You can have you can even have a more in-depth conversation about how a lot of these cops even if you go past them being white, there are a lot of cops out there, whether they white, black, or Latino, who just abused, who abuse power. You can even say the same situation would happen with that guy in Baltimore where they had those riots in Baltimore five years ago and all them niggas went through the streets just tearing up shit. Baltimore is, has a police department that, as far as I understand, is mostly black. So you could have an in-depth conversation about that, even with the race thing. Um, I guess I'm at the point now where... I, and I, I'm on the fence about it. I personally don't think that. I think that to get through a forum, to get the change that we want in this country, to be real with you, and this is my personal opinion, 
that same energy that we're putting into protesting and marching in the streets and saying justice for this person, justice for that person. I'm all for that. I understand that. I love that. But I'm also believing that that's the same energy that we could be putting into getting more black business and getting more black people into positions of power within our law and government. So that way, one of these situations happens, case in points like case in point, like in Atlanta, where Keisha Bottoms is currently mayor. Every single cop that killed someone to use excessive force from the last two weeks, that nigga got fired, charge pressed, charges pressed, fired. And as far as I know, charges pressed. I could be wrong. And that's what that's what it's about, because you have a black person who's a position of power out there in Minneapolis. As far as I know, we don't have any black people in positions of power out there who can relate to us on a ground level who when something goes wrong. And we know because let's keep it. Let's keep on it. These police departments that are killing these people and aren't and aren't putting the aren't putting the officers through the due process needed for the said victim to get justice. Those police departments are corrupt, are corrupt. I didn't like that they burnt down the Minneapolis Police Department. I didn't like that. But at the same time, you have to really think how corrupt a police department is where you have four people kill a man, execute a man in broad daylight, and you let them go back into our communities. These people are not threats to our society. They're not threats to us because we don't know what the fuck their mental space is. For you to really kill a man, that's some psychotic shit. So for you to do that, you don't know where their mental space is. Now those people are threats to the community. Now we don't know. Now my now my son might be in danger because I don't know where the hell their mind is at. They might be another Chris Dorner. So it's it is something to be said about that that you let this these four murderers just walk free and nothing was wrong. Um, you have a conversation about that. I can say also even when it comes to even Louisville where where Breonna Taylor got killed. Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. I. I am disgusted. That situation is so fucked up and they haven't made any arrest. The fact that they haven't even arrested the cops, have even pressed charges, then even on administrative leave, that shows you how corrupt those police departments are. And that's what I'm saying. Even if those cops that killed her were black, I don't care what color they were. It goes. It is something to be said about how a lot of these police departments out here are corrupt, are corrupt departments. And. For them to have officers who get off scotch-free with literal murder. You murdered a woman in her own home because you had the wrong address on a warrant. Had the nerve to arrest her boyfriend after that because he was doing what his job was supposed to do. You hear somebody busting your door in the middle of the night and you in there sleeping with your baby. You already know, okay, let me let me get the hammer out and start busting. And you punished him. I don't understand. That's one of those scenarios where I don't understand how more people in the NRA are getting behind that. And that's the thing I don't get. See the thing about when you when you come up with these camps, these camps, these separate cliques, like if you're Democrat, you're on this side, if you're Republican, you be on this side, is you end up you end up ignoring and end up letting your morality lie low for a lot of shit that you should innately agree with. Dave Chappelle talked about that in his special, and I completely agree. If you are an NA member, if you're a member of the NRA, why wouldn't you defend the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor? If you are a member of the NRA, why wouldn't you defend Philando Castile? Philando Castile got killed for pulling for doing what the fuck the cop told him to do. That is insane to me. That is insane to me. So, you know, that, that's my personal opinion. But like I said, and this is the point I was supposed to go to. I think we got we got to the point right now where we have to stop asking white people to I think we've gotten to the point right now where we have to stop asking white people to understand us. 
I think that's the point where I'm at. I'm at the point now where I feel like we're, I feel like white people, if they want to hear us, they're going to hear us. But I don't, I don't, I think all that marching in the street is good. I think it's important. I think it helps a lot. But I do think, I do think the main change is going to be when we get more black people in positions of power and law that help, you know. Even like the thing, like nothing makes me more mad than when I hear people say all lives matter in response to black lives matter. That shit makes me so mad. And uh, shout out to my uncle. My uncle, we were talking about it one day. And he was like, you know, I want to understand why do people get so mad when people scream all lives matter? Because that's the right thing to say, right? All lives do matter. And like I said, I keep I kept told I keep telling them, everybody this. We get offended when you say all lives matter because you would never go to a breast cancer rally, a rally where there's dozens of people whose moms have died of breast cancer, whose fathers have died of breast cancer, who might be currently suffering from breast cancer. You would never go to one of those rallies and say, hey, hey, look, look, I know breast cancer is serious. I know it's serious. What about AIDS, though? What about AIDS, though? What about AIDS? AIDS is serious. My uncle died from AIDS. Why aren't y'all talking about that? It's March 4th. It's March 4th. It's March 4th. My grandma died on March 4th. I'm going to the graveyard to go visit her. I'm crying over her tombstone. You would never go to me crying while I'm in the middle, crying over just thinking about her. You would never go and say, hey, 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 hey. I know your grandma died. That's cool. I know you putting flowers in her grave. That's cool. But what about my grandma over there? You ain't putting no flowers on her grave. Why aren't you talking about her? Why aren't you... We understand that all lives matters. That goes without saying. We're not saying black lives matter to say the word matter more than anybody else. The whole turn, the whole creation of the term comes from the thought that, hey, our lives matter as well. That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. And that goes back into a conversation that I've had on this podcast a dozen times. That's why I don't like the term Black Lives Matter. That's another way for us to plead and plead for the white people to understand us. And it's like, bro, we can't keep doing that. We did enough of that in the 70s and 60s, marching and fucking singing songs and holding hands, bro. Like, we we all grown now. We not doing that shit no more. Niggas is not doing that more. We not finna keep begging white people to understand this and be sympathetic to our issues. Like, no, not in the 2020s. In the 2020s, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have more black business. We're gonna have more black intra- entrepreneurship. We're gonna have more black enterprise. We're gonna have more black people in positions of law, and positions of government. We gonna make sure that every single black woman and black man has a legal gun license, has a concealed, a concealed a permit to carry, and that's what we gonna do. We not finna just keep begging white people to, to uh, fucking understand us. We not doing that, bro. We not playing that game. We not playing that game. So with that being said, much love and peace and chicken grease. Thank you guys for listening. Just had to get this run out of here. And uh, thank you guys for being part of the family. This was the greatest.